You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 52. And today we're talking about the nine key aspects of your health that you can control. But before I get into that, I want to ask you ladies, do you have a morning routine that you follow? Well, if the answer is no, then I want you to know that I've got you covered because today's episode is being brought to you by our new freebie morning makeover in six simple steps. And you can grab it over at www.wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 52. So today's topic is being spurred on by the question that I asked across all my social media platforms. And the question was this, as a busy businesswoman, what is your number one self-care obstacle? So I'm responding to those responses in today's episode, and I'm giving you nine key aspects that you can control. So let's dive on in. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint, have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options, and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode. So you all know, or maybe you don't know, if this is your first time that you're tuning into the podcast, that is, that I just started a brand new group over on Facebook, and it's called Well Woman Network 360. And I decided to start this new group fresh for this year for 2019 with a fresh, you know, new perspective on self-care and with the theme that, you know, we are all, we all may be on different health paths, you know, with different health things that we're, that we're trying to do and learn, but we're all on one wellness journey. We're all on that same journey to wellness. So that's what solidifies us. That's the common ground that binds us, the ingredient that binds us, I should say. So I welcome you to come on over, join the group. It's at Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook. And, you know, let's make this year fun and entertaining and learn from each other and inspire each other and lift each other up and do all the great things that, you know, women can do when we band together. So here's the thing. I posed this question, not only in the group, but I posted it several places on my social media. And I asked the question as a busy businesswoman, what is your number one obstacle to your self-care? And I received a lot of responses. So I thought I would do a podcast about these things. And the podcast today is about the things you can control so that those obstacles that you said, or that the women said or responded to are no longer obstacles. Now, here's the thing, ladies, I started this podcast as well as my online network so that as a medical provider, I could be transparent with you. I can be raw with you. I can bring you my honest 
experiences that I have seen firsthand over the past 26 years of practicing women's health, family practice, adult, you know, and all of it, hormones, you, you name it, you know, and I've seen it. I've worked mental health and I've done nutrition, you know, I've been in many different genres. So sometimes when you're practicing in a regular practice on a day-to-day basis, for political reasons or whatever it is, you know, you can't always tell patients the things that you really want to tell them because it's just not politically correct, you know, and you have to follow the rules of the organization and all this other kind of stuff. And part of the reason that I semi-retired this year, I don't know if I told you all this, but part of the reason that I I semi-retired was because I just felt like who I am and what I want to bring to the table and the message that I want to convey and how I want to bring self-empowerment to people regarding their healthcare. I wasn't being able to do that in my regular day-to-day practice. And I just felt a big incongruency in that aspect for me. Now, you know, my friends tell me that I have a very, you know, upright, you know, downright approach to how I talk to people about their healthcare. I tell it like it is, and I, I want to tell it how, like it is. Okay. I haven't been able to do that. And a lot of my friends who know me, and when I talk off the record and I'm not at my practice, they'll say, gosh, why don't you talk like that and say those kind of things, you know, all the time? Well, because if you do, some people can't handle it. So you have to kind of be careful of how you word things. You know, it's this whole, you know, um, interpretation type of thing. As well as I, I love control, I love constructive criticism. So if people don't agree with me, they can tell me that they don't agree with me. Hey, and we can like each other and just agree to disagree. But the whole idea, like I said, I was just starting long-winded here, is that I created this podcast and everything that I do, my well-wound network, so that I could be honest with you the way that I feel that I need to be honest with you. And that is sometimes to really be blunt and put things in front of you and to tell you, you know, this is how I see it. And this is how I've seen it from 26 years of experience. You may not agree with it, but I'm putting it out there anyways. So today is kind of one of those things because there's some areas that I'm going to be talking to you about today that they're Michelle's view. They're how I see and how I interpret things. So they may not be, you know, coming from your perspective. And yes, you may have a different perspective and I'm not saying that you don't, and I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just saying that, that some of these things that I'm going to talk about, and I'll tell you when they're just my interpretations. And if you want to disagree with me, please come on over to the Facebook group and tell me why you disagree with me. Don't say that you disagree and just rant and rave. Tell me why you disagree so we can have an intelligent conversation because that's what I love. I love to have intelligent conversations. So getting back to the idea of of the podcast idea today, but when I ask these women about obstacles, I'd say out of all the reasons I got back, the most and the number one reason I got back was time. And they said time was an obstacle. So here's the thing. For me, time is not an obstacle. It's an excuse. And people use time as an excuse for many different reasons. And here's how I hear that. When you say that you have no time, then I hear you're not, you're telling me that you're not important enough to you to make the time. Number one. Number two, I also hear that everybody else's time is more important than your time. That's what I hear. Number two. And number three, I hear that you don't value yourself enough to make the time. That's what I hear. Now, maybe you don't hear these things, but I have heard them over and over, over 
my 26 years. And here's the thing, ladies, we all have 24 hours in a day, right? All of us, we all have 24 hours, but what you do with your time during the day is what defines everything. It defines your business. It defines your health. It defines your relationships. It defines everything. You have to be important enough to make the time. So the question that I, you know, want the people who said time to ponder is why aren't you worth your time? Or why don't you feel that you're worth your time? Because that's the bottom line. Because ladies, when you say time and in the essence of I've got to take care of my family, I've got businesses to run, I've got other people that I've got to take care of, I've got to do all these other things, X, Y, and Z. You are nothing to any of those things or those people without your health. Okay. And I've said it time and time again, you cannot do anything in your business, in your life, in your relationships. If you are not a healthy person, you will not have the energy. You will, you will zap out somewhere because you cannot be all things to everybody and nothing to yourself. There's just, you know, and you've heard, you can go read it from Darren Hardy. You can read it from Jim Rohn. You can read it from John Maxwell. You can read it from all the top-notch people that talk about self-improvement, leadership, and all those things. They always talk about you have got to be your first priority. So if you are having trouble with that because of time, then you need to reprioritize your time and look at it and figure out how you can change it. All right. So that's what I want to start off with. And I want to let you also know that this episode is being brought to you by the brand new freebie that I just created, and it's called Morning Makeover in Six Simple Steps. And you can get it at www.wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 52. And I created this morning makeover because how we start our mornings is how the rest of our day is set and we'll go from there. Okay. So I'm not going to give too much away about it because I talked about it in there. It's a great freebie, simple, easy read. So go pick it up. And if you have trouble, you know, in your morning routine, or if you need to change it up, there's ideas in there. It's just a really great freebie. So sorry about that. Getting back now to the concept of time. So do you understand what I'm saying? You have to make time. You have to put it on your schedule, just like you do everything else that you do. You put your appointments on schedule. You put your you put your um, family's appointments on schedule. You might put your parents' appointments on schedule if you're a caregiver. You know, you put your hair appointments on your schedule. If you're going to go get your nails done, you do. So those, you know, you have to schedule in self-care, okay? Because if you're not scheduling it in, it's just not getting done. And the other thing too is you can put it on your schedule, but if you don't put some action behind it, then again, it's not getting done. So there's my two cents on the time thing. Okay. We all have enough time. It's, are you making your time a priority for you? Very, very different when you word it differently, right? Now, the other thing I heard in there too was money. A lot of people said money is an obstacle to their self-care. All right. So I get what you mean when you say money, as far as like going places, joining things, but ladies, self-care doesn't have to be about money. Self-care can be so free. Okay. It can be about going to your library and getting a book. 
It can be about volunteering. It can be about sitting in your backyard and just listening to the birds in your backyard. It can be planning a staycation. It can be going and grabbing, you know, um, coffee at McDonald's with your girlfriend for, you know, for a dollar. It can be taking your dog for a walk. So self-care is many, many things and it doesn't have to cost anything. It can be lighting a candle in your bedroom. It can be, you know, burning some incense in your backyard. It can be, you know, just doing anything for yourself. That's what it's about. And it can look different for each and every one of us. So it doesn't have to be about money. So if you're thinking that, you know, money is an obstacle holding you back from self-care, you know, just stop because it's not, you can do so many things for free. Now, the third thing that I want to talk to you about is all about what the freebies about is creating a morning routine. Okay. If you want to take control over your health ladies, then you have to learn to take control of your mornings because they set the precedence for the rest of your day. All right. And go get the freebie morning makeover in sync in six simple steps over on our website at wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode number 52. Next, you know, another lady responded, loneliness and depression were obstacles for her. So here's the thing. The NHS has offered a number of helpful steps for boosting our mental health. And these are so important. So I understand that, you know, we get down and sometimes we're not around a lot of people and sometimes we don't have access to other things, but our mental fitness is something that we can definitely take control over. Okay. One way is to connect to people, to the people around you because withdrawing and being by yourself is dangerous. Okay. Staying active is just as important to your mental health as it is to your physical health. And we're going to talk about that more. Continued learning makes you feel empowered, whether it's reading a book, taking up yoga, or even learning to cook. And you can do these things with classes online. You can Google things. You can go to YouTube. Again, it can be for free, but this is what keeps us mentally sharp. You know, volunteering is another excellent way to boost your self-worth and to boost your mood. And it's a great way to connect with other people. And it's a great way to give back. Being mindful is important. Making time to repeat positive affirmations and meditating to visualize the things that we want to happen in our life. That's all about mental fitness. And those are all things that you can definitely control. You can control your mental fitness. Number four, you can control your self-talk. Okay. As mentioned, you know, earlier, right. That I was talking about mental fitness, you know, positive affirmations are vital by making a habit of this. You can control your self-talk and you can steer it away from the negative thoughts, which can permeate our minds. And sometimes they do, you know, we'll get stuck in that thing. Right. So ladies, you need to start talking to yourself. Like you matter just as much as anyone else in your life. This is really important. Negative thoughts can lead you down a path of stress, anxiety, and they can also increase your depression. So I want to also mention here, let's talk about girl talk. What's that? Well, it's when you hear your girlfriends talking negatively about themselves, just like you need to stop that kind of mental chatter in your head. I want you to be the intervener for your girl pals as well and stop them because most of the time we don't even realize that we're talking crap about ourselves. And a lot of women, it comes as second nature. Okay. A lot of you, for whatever reasons, for family bracket or whatever, have been put down in a lot of different areas in our life or your life. And you have that self-talk 
and you need to stop it. Or when you're out with girlfriends and you hear them talking negatively, it's really important for you to say, Hey, you know, and stop them and give them some positive feedback and positive affirmation to keep them going. Okay. We're all in this together. Like I said, we may be on different health paths, but we're all on the same wellness journey. Number five is physical fitness. Now, one lady said that exercise was one of her obstacles. Okay. And, and I get it. Okay. But again, just like the money thing, exercise can be a lot of things, can be a lot of different things to a lot of people. Okay. I can maybe like walk, you can ride a bike, you can take your dogs out, you can play with your grandkids, you can put on music and dance in your house. These are all forms of exercise because exercise not only helps your physical fitness ladies, but it helps your overall well-being. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention highlight just how important physical activity is to your health. Okay. So whether you want to just maintain your target weight, or maybe you want to lose some weight, or maybe you just want to be healthy overall. The good news is that there is physical activity that is safe for anyone, regardless of your physical condition. Okay. So here's a medical disclaimer. If you have health issues or health concerns that you are not sure if you should be exercising or not, please always check with your medical provider to discuss what exercise program is safe for you. You know, there's the why, there's the why around, there's the boys and girls clubs. There's a lot of ways to get physical activity in without having to spend a lot of money or do spend a lot of time. Okay. Again, people say, I don't have the time to add an exercise. Yes, you do. If you're sitting at your desk, get up, walk around, jog in place, do it at, you know, bring a jump rope to work, go outside and just jump rope for a little while. Physical activity can be fit into any time frame, ladies. Plus, physical activity can also reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease. It can also limit your risk of diabetes. Or if you have diabetes, it can help you keep it under control, as well as reducing your risk of other such things like colon cancer and breast cancer. Exercise is very important. Staying fit, ladies, increases your bone and muscle strength. So as we age, we reduce the risk of falls, which can be damaging, but most important, exercise increases your lifespan and it boosts your endorphins, those feel-good neurotransmitters. And who doesn't want that? So if you'd like more information on the importance of exercise for women, then I want you to go back and listen to our episode number nine. It's all about health reasons that women must exercise. So I've given you a lot of great podcast episodes. So if you're new to us, please go back and take a, take a listen to some of them. Podcast number, episode number nine. Now moving on to number six, nutrition. Okay. So this includes ladies, but is not limited to your diet alone. Okay. And when I say diet and I'm talking about diet, I'm not talking about diet in the sense of weight loss. I'm talking about diet in the sense of what you're putting in your mouth. Okay. So it not only nutrition, not only includes your diet, but also includes your hydration and your supplementation. Okay. A healthy, balanced diet is vital ladies, and it must include fruits and vegetables. These need to be part of the plan as well as protein. And if you are a meat eater, then I want you to go eat the meat. Okay. But just choose lean meats and try to consume red meats only on occasion. But here's the bottom line. Know where your meat is coming from. Okay. Be a health conscious consumer. If you're going to eat meat, if you're a vegan or you're vegetarian, 
then you need good sources of protein as well. Then consume good fats and avoid saturated fats. And if you don't know what good fats and bad fats are, then I want you to go listen to our episode number 17, Facts on Fats 101. And I'll put all these links in the the podcast page as well. And last of all, I want you to avoid foods that are higher in sugar content. Not that you can't have foods that have sugar in it, but ladies, start looking at labels and start seeing the amount of sugar that is in everything that you eat and start to make a conscious choice to add foods that are lower in sugar and get rid of some foods that are higher in sugar and higher in carbs. Next, staying hydrated is also key. So drink your daily amount of fluid. And one of the ladies said to me in the response, she said that she finds it hard to drink water because she gets so involved in her projects all day that she just loses sight to her projects. She gets so immersed in them that nothing else is in focus. And she even has a water bottle on her desk. So, you know, here's my, here's my thing for that. I told her set an alarm to go off every hour. And when it buzzes, you know, to drink some water. If you get so immersed that even having the water bottle on your desk doesn't, you know, motivate you visual seeing it doesn't, you know, help you to drink more water, then you've got to do something else to do it because it is important to stay hydrated. It's important for your kidneys. It's important for your brain. It's important for everything. And lastly, I want you to spend money for good researched supplements. If you're going to take supplements, take the good ones and make sure that they're doing what they say they do. So spend some time understanding supplements, what they're doing in your body, not just, oh, my friend said take turmeric and it helped her. So I'm adding turmeric to my body. Okay. First of all, do you even understand what turmeric is? Why she's taking it? Do you have the same problems that she does? And how is turmeric best absorbed? Do you understand that? So do a little bit of research on these things that you're taking. Just don't blindly go to your grocery store and start picking off supplements off the shelf and putting them in your cart or wherever you go and say, Hey, you know, I'm doing great. I'm taking all these supplements. You may not be doing great. So make sure that they're researched because then you know that they're coming from a reputable source, number one. And number two, you know that they're being tested, tested, gold standard testing. You know, some people take them, some people don't. They get the results, they swap, and they see if that other group gets the same results. Make sure of that because if you're going to spend money on supplements, you need to know that they're working inside your body. Okay. I think we're on number seven. No, no, number eight, alcohol and smoking. So alcohol intake and smoking habits play a big part in our overall health. And these are also obstacles and health concerns that you can control. Okay. Okay. While it may sound obvious, it's easy to forget how damaging alcohol can be to our health. There, there's a recommended alcohol intake guidelines, and there's a reason for this. Okay. And we may roll our eyes at them and say, oh, you know, those things aren't going to happen, but ladies, they're in place for a reason. They tell us how many drinks we should have per day as a woman and why that's important. Okay. And here's the main reason though. It's because alcohol has become such a normal item in our fridges and our cupboards that it's easy to disregard the bad health effects that they may have. It can be so dangerous because so many people, including women, look at alcohol as a daily staple. And when we look at something as a daily habit and as a daily staple, we certainly are not looking at it like it has a bad effect on us, are we? Otherwise, we wouldn't be having it in our daily routines. Okay. Alcohol has become, you know, a daily thing for, for so many people and it's okay to have an occasional drink here or there, 
But when you start to be drinking all day long, or you're starting to have multiple drinks a day, it can be turning into something that it causes a bad habit and bad health habits as well. Now, smoking for me is an automatic no. And I say this with love in my heart. My husband smokes and I know how difficult it can be to quit. But there's so many long-term dangers from smoking, such as asthma, lung cancer, emphysema, tongue cancer, esophageal cancer. Okay, now I know some people that don't smoke get all these things too, okay? But when you smoke, your chances are even greater. It does not help your stress level, nor does it help your heart. So here's my thing. If you smoke, try to cut down or try to quit, even though it's hard as hell to do. I get it. I see my husband. He's tried many times. So I know. You know, it's a bad habit. The companies get you addicted to it. And um, your brain is relying on it and it's very hard to put it, to put it down. But there, we have several things in, out there today that can help you quit smoking. So just make an effort. That's it. And the last one that I want to end on, number nine of the things that you can control with your health is your sleep. Getting a good night's sleep can dictate how your next day proceeds. Okay. You wake up with more energy. You feel less stressed. WebMD has provided a number of tips on how to improve your sleep pattern and how it combats against stress and depression. So you can go check it out over there or better yet, listen to our episode number seven on how to get a better night's sleep. I document all this there for you. And the most straightforward way to improve your sleep ladies is by reducing your caffeine intake after 2 p.m. and sticking to a pattern with a nightly ritual that signals the body that it's time to sleep. And I talk about all those things in episode number seven. So just as important as it is to have a morning routine, it's just as important to have a sleep routine. All right. So there you have it. I covered some of these obstacles that I got when I asked that question. And I hope that I gave you some helpful tips to kind of see how, even though you think of them as obstacles, they really are things that we can control. And these are nine areas in our lives, ladies, that we can control. Now, I know we can't control our our cells if they decide to go, you know, and turn into cancer cells. There are a lot of things we cannot control. We can't control the air that we breathe, okay? For the most part, you know, you can try to do all the things that you can do, but there's things that we can't control. And I get that. But today I wanted to talk to you about the nine things that you can do to control that you can control. And I wanted to talk to you about, instead of looking at things as obstacles, how can you turn them around and ask them in a different way? Okay. Just like time, time is not an obstacle. Money is not an obstacle. It's just how you're thinking about your time and how you're thinking about money that becomes the obstacle. Okay. Because we all have the same amount of time in each and every day. And money does not preclude you including self-care in your daily routine. It just doesn't. So remember that this episode, there's a freebie to it. It's called the six simple, um, oh, sorry, I'm getting the name wrong here. It's called morning makeover in six simple steps. And you can go get it over at www.wellwomennetwork.com forward slash episode 52. So again, ladies, you know, thank you for joining me. Please leave us a rating and review. Come on over and join our Facebook group at Well Woman Network 360. Um, join our VIP newsletter group where we'll bring you um, 
Well Woman Wednesday tips every Wednesday. And I just, I love connecting with you here. I love hearing from you. Um, Leave us a rating and review on whatever platform that you use, but especially if you listen to us on iTunes, because it really does help. And, you know, I just, I love it connecting with you and I love sharing, you know, my experience with you. And I love hearing all of your experience and you sharing it with me too. So until next week, ladies, may God richly bless your life and bye for now.